Hello everybody, it's me Shay and welcome back to yet another podcast. Today I wanted to go through all of my favorite books of 2022 and I also wanted to talk about how me choosing my favorite books for 2022 kind of went. So my like process for choosing my favorite book um, for each month like, at the end of each month, I would just look back on all the books I read, and I would be like, okay, what's my favorite one? But I think that I wasn't completely honest with myself in a lot of the months, and I'm sorry if you can hear my dad vacuuming in the background. Yeah. Um, but I just, I think... I wasn't honest with myself a lot of the times I choose a favorite book of the month because I would be so influenced by other people's opinions like all my friends on like Goodreads all the people I follow on Goodreads the booktubers I watch and just like overall if a book was highly rated and I like honestly gave it four stars like I actually thought it was more of a four-star book. Sometimes I'd bump it up to, like, five stars because I wanted to be part of that, like, community of people who hyped it up and really enjoyed it. Hopefully this is making sense, but, like, I feel like I would just make my ratings higher than they actually should have been because I wanted to be, like, part of a community in which people, like, really enjoyed a certain book. <laughs> I'm so bad at explaining this. Basically, I just gave things five stars that shouldn't have been five stars. Or because they were highly anticipated or hyped up or whatever. And that is definitely true for a couple of the books in my stack. Some of these books were not five-star books and definitely far from my favorite books of the month. But... I'm going to go through them anyway and kind of like talk about my opinions on whether I was truthful with myself with these books. So, yeah. Starting off with January, my favorite book of... Oh my god, vacuum cleaner, I'm so sorry. Uh, Hopefully you can't hear that. Um, My favorite book of January was Everything Everything by Nicola Yoon. And I'm going to be honest, this originally was a five-star book for me. I reread it later in the year, and it was more of a four-star. Um, I just think that the first time I read this it was a really unique experience, and that caused it to be higher up on my um, higher, like highly, highly, higher rated for me because I'd never really read anything like it. But since reading more stuff that has mixed media and more young adult romances, I've realized that although this book is a great read and I would definitely recommend it, it is not five-star material for me personally. And I still wouldn't say, like, this is the best book I've read in January. It's one of the best books that I've read this year. Because it just, it's just not would I recommend it to you though? Absolutely. It's really fun. It's really fast paced. If you're in a reading slump, this is actually probably the first thing I would recommend to you just because it is unputdownable. For February, my favorite book was Melissa's Story by Alex Gino, which tells the story of a transgender girl named Melissa. Um, And it's a middle grade. It's really short. And although this probably 
wasn't my favorite book of February. It is still a five-star read for me. It made me cry. Happy tears. It is the sweetest story ever, and it's so reassuring, and I loved it. So, I love Melissa's story, and I would still say that although it may not be one of my favorite books of the entire year, it is still a great read, and I would still definitely recommend it. For March, this is where things... This is where um, I was actually, like, honest with myself here. My favorite book of March was This Woven Kingdom by Tahara Mafi. Oh my god, this book is spectacular. It's fantastic. It is um, a high fantasy, a young adult high fantasy book inspired by Persian mythology. And it is, like I just said, fantastic. It is spectacular. It is amazing. It is everything. Tahada Mafi is my all-time favorite author, and I love her books more than anything. So if you have not already read this, it is so good. And the second book comes out next month, and I'm so excited for it. So <laughs> This Woman Kingdom is definitely one of my favorite books of 2022. Getting into April, my favorite book of April was The Book Thief by Marcus Suzak. And I would say this is definitely a truthful pick. This book is so good. And I used to say it was one of my favorite books of all time, which I definitely don't think is true anymore. And I think I was really just maybe over-exaggerating a little bit there. But it is still definitely a five-star read, and it is heartbreakingly beautiful, and I love it. So I'd say this is one where (laughs) I was being honest, like honestly... You need to read this if you haven't already. It's so, so good. Um, should I be giving synopsises for these books? Um, maybe I'll do that at the end. Maybe we'll do that at the end. Um, in May, oh my god, this was one where I was being so honest. This is The Girl from the Sea by... Molly Knox Ostertag. This is a queer love story graphic novel. It is the most wholesome thing ever. And just like with Melissa's story, it is so reassuring and it makes me feel so like warm and happy whenever I reread it. The art style is adorable and I this is definitely one of my favorite books of all time. Like this is my comfort read. This book is everything to me, so I love it. And I'm saying, yes, that this is definitely a time where I was 100% honest and I didn't let other people influence my rating. So good. And for the rest of the months, I think I was pretty much um, like, you know, actually choosing good books. We just had a few mixed in there that weren't exactly a top tier books (laughs) for june my favorite book was the mighty heart of sunny st james by ashley herring herring blake this while it is a spectacular read definitely recommend it it's a middle grade about this girl named sunny st james and her discovering where her sexual orientation might be and having her first crush on a girl and it takes place over a summer time so it's definitely a really good summer read it has the perfect beach vibes although i did love that book it is not 
<laughs> worth being in my 2022 all-time favorites list. I think I just got too excited about it during the t- at the time, so that made me put it up higher than it actually was. Still love it, though. Still recommend it. It's great. In July, my favorite book was The House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Klune. This book brings me so much joy and so much happiness. It has a gorgeous writing style. It has the sweetest characters ever. And it's just so wholesome. This is another one of my comfort reads. And I will be rereading it this year just because I loved it more than anything. Um, Five out of five stars. You know what? Like six out of five stars. It has a very special place in my heart and I would highly recommend it. Um, then in August, I actually did not have any five-star reads, so this was a month where I was being kind of more ruthless with my ratings, which I can definitely appreciate for myself, um, so I didn't give any books five stars, and I'm okay with that. In September, though, this is kind of where I had another moment of, let's just make this my favorite book just because it's so hyped up, um, The Final Gambit by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. This is the final book in the Inheritance Games trilogy. It came out in August. It was my most, like, highly anticipated book of the year. And it was definitely a book that had pages in it, and you could read it. So, (laughs) that's a little bit harsh. I'd say this is more of a three-star read for me, and I'd put it as five stars, but does it deserve to be a five-star book? No, I'm sorry. I know. This is probably, although three stars, definitely not a bad rating. Like, three stars, I liked it. I thought it was really fun, and I thought it was a good wrap-up. It just was not the best one in the series by a long shot, or the one of the best books of the year by a long shot. Not even close. So, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy how I put that as a five-star read because it's definitely not but it's okay um in october my favorite book of the month was the queen of nothing by holly black this is the third book in the folk of the air trilogy i read all three books in october so good so i've been seeing people have some really mixed opinions on these books recently people have been like picking them up and doing reading vlogs on them and saying oh these books kind of suck but no, they do not. No, they do not. No, they do not. They're so good. In my opinion, I think these books deserve all of the hype. And although they don't come close to being my favorite book series, still they're still up there. They're one of my favorite book series. These books, so good. The third one is definitely my favorite, though. It was the only one I rated five stars. And because this book was so good, it took changed the entire trilogy into a five-star trilogy for me this was phenomenal it was kind of made me cry honestly like I think I probably cried I don't really remember but I think I did um I just I love these characters and I love this world and this is definitely a worthy (laughs) a worthy addition to my list of 2020 favorites 2020 favorites no 2022 favorites Um, and then in November and December were other months where I didn't really read any five-star books, but 
before I wrap up the podcast, um, I think I should probably give you synopsises for the books that I actually did enjoy this year, like truthfully enjoyed, because I want you to read them. I need you to go pick these books up and tell me what you think, because I need to talk about them with somebody. That's why I'm here. Um, so there are four books out of all, however many there were. There definitely weren't 12, but I think there were nine. Yeah, out of all nine books that I put on these lists, uh, only four of them were actually my favorite books of the year. So my four favorite books of the year were The House in the Cerulean Sea, The Girl from the Sea, and This Woven Kingdom, and also The Queen of Nothing. Let's talk about The House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Klune. This is an adult fantasy. It's like three, it's 400 pages, so it's relatively short. Um, it follows Linus Baker, who is a man in his, like, mid-40s. He doesn't really have a life, and he kind of just lives for his job, to be honest, which is a caseworker for the department in charge of the magical youth. He lives in a world where there are these, like, dangerous magical creatures that everyone views as, like, these evil things, and he has to go take a case at this house on like an island in the Cerulean Sea. And he's super scared to go because everyone says that these are like the worst of the worst children and all these kids are like terrifying and he's not gonna survive and he's gonna they're gonna like drive him insane. But he actually ends up falling in love with each and every single one of these little kids and it's so wholesome and it's so sweet. And he also falls in love with um the orphanage owner because this house in the Cerulean Sea is considered an orphanage. Um, He falls in love with the orphanage owner named Arthur and they have a really adorable romance as well. So that's what the house in the Cerulean Sea is about. Highly recommend it. It's so good. Then The Girl from the Sea by Molly Knox Ostertag is like I said a young adult graphic novel. I could give this to, like, a 10-year-old, though, honestly. Like, I wouldn't really consider this YA. It's, like, middle-grade, borderline young adult, is what I'd say. But it follows 15-year-old Morgan, who has a secret. She's gay, but she's not going to come out for fear that she'll face a lot of homophobia while she's stuck on this tiny little island um, that she lives on year-round. But one specific summer... She finds this girl uh, named Kelty, and Kelty is a, oh my god, I forget the name. Kelty is a Selkie. Um, if you don't know what a Selkie is, it's like a mythology thing. But uh, Kelty saves Morgan's life, and the two of them fall in love, and it's super sweet. And it's just, ugh. I have to warn you, the ending is very bittersweet. But I still love it, even though it's kind of sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would highly recommend this book if you haven't already checked it out. It's so good. Then, This Woven Kingdom by Tahada Mafi. First of all, if you haven't already seen the cover for this book, it is gorgeous. It's like shiny and gold. Ugh. Anyways. Uh, I'm just gonna... This book is really hard to give a synopsis for for some reason. So I'm going to just read you, like, the inside flap 
of the dust jacket. To all the world, Elise is a disposable servant, never to be known for who she really is. The long-last heir to an ancient... Hopefully I'm not butchering this, but I think it's pronounced Jin. To an ancient Jin kingdom. She is hunted always, forced to hide in plain sight, lest she expose herself to danger. Until one day, she makes a mistake. The c crown prince, Kamran, has found the prophecies. He knows of the fearsome monster promised to kill, kill his king. Darkness is fast descending upon his empire, driving Kamran to desperately seek out its source. But as, as he grows ever more suspicious of the servant girl with the strange eyes, the more he learns about her, and the harder it is to turn away. Even if falling for someone like Elise means forfeiting everything he's ever known. This book is definitely really dense. It has a lot of world building, and it has a very flowy and, like, lyrical um, writing style. So I wouldn't recommend this for when you're in a reading slump, because it's definitely going to take some brain power. But it is worth it. Holy crap. You need to read it. 10 out of 10. Best book. Um... As for The Queen of Nothing, it's the third book in the series, so I'm not going to give you a synopsis to it, but I will say <laughs> it's so good. It's like 10 out of 10. Top tier fantasy. Love it. Uh, the first book is The Cruel Prince. You've probably heard of it, and obviously you're going to start with The Cruel Prince. The second book is The Wicked King, and then the third one, Queen of Nothing. One of my favorite books ever, ever, ever. But yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, I'm still trying to get back into the rhythm of podcasting. Hopefully I'm doing decent. But yeah, that's all I have. Have a wonderful rest of your day.